Geek Tank Radio, News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Welcome, everyone. We are the Geek Patrol, and our microphones don't have a stun setting. This episode of Geek Tank Radio is brought to you by Mandalorian Breath Mints. Being trapped in a helmet all day may be unpleasant, but your breath doesn't have to be. So before you walk into a hive of scum and villainy, pop in a Mandalorian Breath Mint. I mean, they got to have high strength for these guys, right? I well, mean, I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah, you don't want to knock yourself out. <laughs> right, right, right. It, there's a fine balance. It has to be minty fresh, but, but yet not overpowered. But seriously, uh, you know, with the way things are going, all you uh, compassionate mask wearers out there, you need these. Okay, absolutely. Well, yeah, and it, it can't interfere with your targeting systems. So. Absolutely. So welcome to uh, Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our pal Maximilian behind the glass. Um, uh, guys... I heard this was not well publicized, but I, I did watch a video that uh, the Batman coming out in 2022, mm. which we're all eagerly awaiting. They did a what is this out? A brand of focus groups. They, they, they did a screening. Uh, we don't know exactly who it was for, but most likely it's for executives and a focus and focus groups. OK, boy, good. But it's it's like three hours long. Yeah. And, and we, we learned Finally. some things. They kept it pretty spoiler free. And um, but, you know, we're following this this project with great interest. So we're going to talk about that shortly um brandon has a highly i guess this is a controversial opinion I, we were talking about off the air and it it's probably going to link a little bit into some batman projects i mean, I mean it, it, it will and you, you can call it controversial but it's scientific fact i feel like it's oh oh <laughs> <laughs> oh lord he's he's he's, he's alan been agreed with fact. me alan's he's... into science it's a scientific fact it has to be. okay here we go yeah and, and you can direct it's that cubs, hate mail to it's uh, cubsitis is right you okay. just get these these infections in your mind yeah yeah that's <laughs> okay so we'll, we'll sit put a pin in that because yeah you're going to be maybe you might be triggered by what brandon has to say later so but uh alan before we get to that it's, there are no safe spaces at geek Tank. Mm, no. no, it's the change of seasons it in is. geekdom, and you you wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, when you get to September, there is a different shift. All right. Well, a we are in the convention business, more or less. Right, all of right, us, right. we've we've all been to conventions for many many years. Some of us far too many than we're going to confess. Yeah. I'd say a lot more there, than less. There, yeah. There's a certain one in us that has had as many conventions, if not more than twice as much as me and Joe put together. Uh, sure. I'm not telling you who that person is, <laughs> but uh, mm. Oh yeah. But, you know, let's let's face it, when the heat finally breaks from summer, that is a geek blessing. Oh, oh yeah. We, we are going into full cosplay. Season. Yeah, you can now safely cosplay without heat stroke. Yeah. Well, and let's face it, you start seeing glimpses of Halloween. You mm. go to the big box store, you see yeah, yeah. You're, indications. You're all step, of your all you're of your goth on our friends for next week, Jim. Yeah, you know, yeah. all of our goth friends are no longer just passing out in the corner from the dark, you know, the dark heat radiating My, from them <laughs> from their leather trench coats look, and look, stuff. Look, you know. We've had we've had barbecues and and everything mm. else this summer. And my goth friends have been Zoom meeting us yes. that way because no. No, they're not coming out. No, they it's weren't just, coming out. Not happening. So, you know, there is a fashion shift of, I, I think we, you know, which which T-shirt would you swap out to at this point, Brandon? Okay, so I've got a, I've, you know, I've got a really, really thick but soft Black Panther T-shirt that I've got. Oh, okay. So it's time to, like, throw one of my Friday the 13th shirts out of rotation and bring that back in. Okay. I've also got a Super Mario Brothers of the same material. <laughs> oh, but, well, see, there but, you go. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like. 
I've, I've also, I have my jerseys from geekyjerseys.com, uh, which they're not paying us, but I'd love them to. Uh, and, you know, it's like, I've got Friday the 13th jerseys. I've got a Grinch jersey, and it's time. It's jersey weather. Well, yeah, or it's coming into jersey weather. We're getting there. We're easing on oh, into the yeah. holiday season. Uh, of course, we'll have the holiday blockbusters so everybody can wear their favorite, you know, their yeah. their favorite character. Yeah. Of I'm looking at Joe and I'm going, wow, you know, he'll he'll swatch from the blue khaki shorts to the khaki khaki shorts. Right, you know. right, right. You know. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while before my change of seasons, Alan. It's got to get well into October. I think when I'll the snow gets to your knees. <laughs> yeah. But um, but there are there are things that you wear I'm, that look better with pants versus shorts. Yeah, or I whatever. might even wear a cardigan at the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention this year. It's like. I got those now. Yeah, because I'm old. Absolutely. So, but but um, but Alan, I would think too. This it's not only just I don't want to say a trigger, but it's like a it's a motivation. If you're if you are a cosplayer, you're suddenly thinking, you know what? This this uh, full Iron Man suit that I've been wanting to build, I, I'll finish it up. It's it's not look as daunting. It's as not it would. so bad now, right? You yeah. know, it's uh, when it's not 117 degrees outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, I just I just I picture a bunch of cosplayers during the summer trying to build it, looking like Robert Downey Jr. sweating in the mm, first Iron Man movie. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. You're out in that garage going, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna look great. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but um, I, I, I think you're right. That just the change of seasons does, it, it, it's, it's always a good feeling. You yeah. know, I don't know because it's, it's a time of transition. It kind of uh, makes you think, and of course, you know, for us, let's face it, we're thinking of the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention in November. So, mm. uh, it's uh, part of it though, too, Brandon. I'm not gonna lie. September triggers. Oh my gosh, we're only two months away. We got a lot of work still to do, and it kind of—I don't know what you're talking about. You know? That eight to ten week countdown starts ticking. Absolutely, <laughs> you're listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9, The Roar of Memphis. Well, we're going to uh, change the topic, you guys. When we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, Batman screening for this uh, focus group and the surprising results. Geek Tank Radio, News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. I have to to say it. I'm sorry. I have to say that. I love love our intros that, that Maximilian has done for us. But when you when we only have so many minutes in a segment, you can't do it something that's going to make us giggle for three of them. No kidding. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Keep it up, dude. All right. I dare you to break us up. Yeah, I double. I I'm looking him dead in the eye. <laughs> Matt, and went, I'm daring you. I'm calling you out. Man, Max yeah. just saluted you through the glass. We're gonna be so messed up. Our yeah. next segment, we're not gonna say anything, guys. We just want to get you in. Yeah, so much for our clean openings. Anyway, you're listening to uh, Geek Tank Radio. Welcome back to Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and the humorous Maximilian behind <laughs> the glass, who's uh he, he's doing his job. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. give him that. So, hey, uh, in a minute, we're going to talk about Batman real quick. I just, uh, Brandon, I don't think we announced this on the on the air. I know we made a Facebook post, but I do want to say, uh, unfortunately, Wayne White, the uh, world-renowned artist from Pee Wee's Playhouse, and, um, you know, he makes the word paintings, yeah. he was originally scheduled to join... Uh, join us at the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, but the schedules aren't going to line up. It looks like he's not going to be able to make it. Yeah, so it's, uh, it, it happens. It happens. We're we're saddened, but we hope that this does not, you know, 
uh, deter him from you know coming to Memphis in a future date that we can all just get together and kind of like you know you just never basically know. rock the house. However, Joel Hodson, creator of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and Thunder Rosa, uh, mm-hmm. the owner of Mission Pro Wrestling, who you know Brandon, I don't follow wrestling like you do, but oh, yeah. I but I do follow uh, numbers, and right. every time every time I check in on her Facebook or whatever, or just check in on online with her. She's blowing up. Well, She's like one of the biggest wrestlers well, yeah, right now. She is right? Cur- she is currently signed with one of the greatest wrestling promotions that's ever come up and slapped Vince McMahon in the face. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to be mean about it, but AEW is just rocking hardcore right now. And, yeah. and she, in general, is just a really awesome and positive person, and she's amazing in the ring. So yeah, she's like, apparently got a nice little family. She's yeah. she's just a fun person. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're gonna be. You can meet Thunder Rosa. You can meet Joel Hodson. Of course, we have uh, we have some tickets left for the private party with Joel Hodson, which is gonna be Friday, November twelfth, and it's it's yeah. it's a great value, eighty bucks, and it gives you a three day pass to the convention, a free autograph, a free photo mm-hmm. op, and uh, attendance to this mm-hmm. private party, which only has one hundred and twenty people. Right. So that's pretty cool. And one one more announcement. I want to say, Brandon, is we have two vendor booths that just opened up. Okay, which yeah. is rare. Yeah, it's... normally we're pretty much booked by yeah. like May, but we—if you're a vendor and you want to get in on this, you better call uh, yeah. right away. So, yeah. or we'll go to our go to Memphis CFC at Gmail and send me a message like Uno Pronto. That's right, a... right, it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and let it and let what kind of pronto Uno was pronto. that again? We that's, used to say that's, that that's one pronto. Okay. When I lived in uh, San Diego, Alan, we used Uno pronto all the time. That was a great. I, little... I was thinking somebody threw a stack of cards at you or something. But like, you can learn more about the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention November twelfth through fourteenth at memphiscfc.com. And of course, you know we'll have a geek tank yeah. and Tool Talk Radio booth well represented there. So you know. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if you can afford my appearance fee there, Joe. Yeah, good point. Anyway, hey, guys, so uh, news broke, and um, I was very cautious because I did not want spoilers. And I guess they can't give spoilers for The Batman. No, no, no. See, if because you, that's you're part like, of a focus, you'll go to prison if for you're, that. Well. You, you, you mean you don't know that some guy's parents dies and he wears a suit and he beats up bad guys? Don't don't speak <laughs> really? dismissively of Batman here, really? but but well no they they you know we what about been, Zorro yeah what have we had you guys we had one trailer out of this which we've seen we've over had, and we, over we have not seen a lot but we're eagerly awaiting this project crossing our fingers that this is going to give us the Batman content we've wanted which is gritty detective well noir. we wanted gritty noir detective and we've said so on this show in its various iterations but. I'm a little worried that they may have gone a little overboard the other direction because what we're hearing out of these focus groups, what they're allowed to say is this thing might be downright scary. Oh, they're, they're, one guy called it a horror movie, which in, in its best mm? form is not on. I mean, that's All right. You finally have that. my attention, Batman. Well, yeah. I mean, it only took you 300 years. Well, I, mean, it's okay. I mean, we saw in the trailer, yeah. the Riddler is like straight up murdering people. He's duct taping their faces. He's slashing them open with you know blades. I'm like going... Is this in, is this Edward Nigma or is this you know Mr. Zaz? It, right. You know, and that mm. was just from you know seeing that, and it's like that oh, did well. not look like the Riddler to me. No, it's so. it's it's much more. Uh, it's very gritty. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, it's like we always considered the Riddler to be kind of a it's like he's he's heist driven, you know, and of course you know he he's he's you know impulsive and needs to give clues because he wants to you know match wits with Batman. 
this Riddler is a little darker. Well, and I'm I'm very curious about the Penguin as well because the Penguin can be done badly, as we've seen yeah. in the past, but the Penguin can be a very interesting character. Yeah. And the way that Colin, uh, Fer- uh, yeah, Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell is is you don't for one thing you can't even tell it's him, but he does not look. I mean, he he looks pretty psychotic. Well, he looks, well, he, he's he. It looks with him they're going the you know the very uh, reputable mob boss. Oswald Cobblepot instead of, you know, the freakish, uh, you know, Danny DeVito-esque, you know, penguin that we got in Batman Returns. Right, right. So, well, well then talking about uh, one of the things we've talked about in the past is that Bat- is Bruce Wayne is a psychologically damaged character. And the one thing you get in that trailer, like with the dark eye makeup by, you know, when he's taking the um, the mask off or when he's putting his helmet on. He looks pretty. Yeah, he looks pretty deranged, which I like. I personally uh, okay. Think that's well, great. Let, let's let's just throw the honesty in here. Have you ever seen anybody wearing a face mask that wasn't wearing makeup underneath it? Well, no. It looks terrible. Yeah, because their eyes are you all look lit up. terrible. Yeah. All right, so for once, they actually took the step of kind of going. All right, well, if you're going to be wearing a black mask, you're going to have to put some soot black or something. Yeah around your eyes otherwise they're just gonna stick out you know and honestly i'm gonna go ahead and just slap the movies around on this i always thought that was ridiculous now i understand i understand you want to you want to be able to see the actor's eyes right you want to be able to convey that emotion it's very rare you get close enough to see their eyes anyway um i've been reading batman comics for a you know way longer than i probably should admit (laughs) but even in today with today's technology in the comics alone He's been wearing lenses in that cow for the past thirty years. Amen, brother. That's what I want. Me, I'm like, give if, us if you with can, lenses. if you can have someone wear uh, aviators on screen, Tom Cruise Top Gun, and not get a mm. reflection of the camera in it, you can give Batman his lenses. Yeah, I Insane. never understood that. It doesn't yeah. look. That's the that one w- thing that that's always like, looked off. That would be like opening up Spider Man's eyes, where you can just see like you know the eyebrow and everything else, and it's like, yeah, but we're just gonna put some black makeup there. No, just. Yeah, why is that, you guys? Because he can still convey everybody emotion else, with his mouth. Everybody else gets else. it. Like, look at the mask. Look at Deadpool. You yeah, he doesn't full have mask, and you showing. get facial yeah. expressions. And all I mean, and all you get is you see movement under the mask, yeah. and the cock of the head and body language. Right, right. But no, no. Batman's suit in in the movies, it's always, you know, we're gonna make it where his neck can't move, and when we finally do make it where his neck can move, the rest of the suit looks like garp. I'm sorry, they've just never given me. I'm going to take that back. Okay. They gave me a good Batman suit. It was in one of the most divisive. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm perked up in the listening. It, it is one of the most divisive Batman movies out there. That's Batman versus Superman. I, you can hate the movie all day long. The suit is gorgeous, and Ben mm. had ro- full range of motion. Yeah, he's he, a good he did, Batman. He did move. He yeah. could move. Yeah, well, but but you you can also argue he may have been a good Batman. But that was not a good Batman movie. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't designed to be. It wasn't a good Superman movie either. It was, it was a look at Wonder Woman. She's awesome. Well, and, well, then, the, and then of course you know they gave her two two movies and ruined her in the second one. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not going to get into all that. Well, there. So so Matt Reeves apparently one thing that got me excited when when he it was first announced that he was tackling this new movie, The Batman. For one thing, I love the name, The Batman. That's right. what it was called in the nineteen uh, in 1939. Well, that and, was what he was called. Okay, it was well, called Detective Comics. Uh, featuring the Batman. Okay, Mr. Mm-hmm. Technical. But anyway, the Batman is who they that's who they referred to. Right. And 
he said from from the get-go he wanted to examine the psychology of what it is why would somebody do this why would somebody dress up or whatever and apparently he dives deep into that but um the horror movie aspect i think is brilliant and the crime noir like uh the big thing is i'm when we get closer to this thing i really am gonna have to just stay off the internet because i don't want somebody ruining the uh if it's a if it's a mystery yeah. movie as well, I don't want that ruined. Well, I, I really don't see it as much of a mystery. We already we already know who's doing this. We just don't know why they're doing it. Well, now if you're supposed if we're supposed to be figuring out why, then it's like um, like a Sherlock Holmes yeah. thing. You yeah. don't want it spoiled. You want uh, to be able to right, figure well, the, it out yourself. The, right, the problem with any Batman is to be a Batman villain. The movies have yet to figure out how to do one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they have managed to like, to jack up every Batman villain they have touched. They've they've never you know it's like they they've they've got all the you know components and the closest they ever got to giving us Joker was Nicholson. That's the I closest think, we I ever got. I think he's my favorite actually. And and, and yep. looking yeah. back, I think he really nails. You know, every yeah. every other Joker we've had since has a little facet of what the Joker is and ignores everything else that makes him the Joker. Right. Like. Ledger's chaos, but no humor. Ledger's, I mean, uh, Leto was too much humor, too much gangster, not enough, you know, I mean. Not enough Joker. Not enough Joker. Joaquin Phoenix, I'm sorry. I know everybody loves it. It's a horrible movie, and it's a horrible characterization. Whoa! It's a it just, great movie, but no, it's not no, a Joker. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I, I, I will. That's the hill you I'll die, die on, on, my friend. And, and you know what? Well. And you know what? I'll kill you with a smiling fish on that heel, hill. Oh, see, Ooh. Brandon does like to trigger. He does this. He, he It's purposeful. Controversy it's, it's, creates cash, Joe. Yeah, okay. Well, I wonder how many people just threw something at the radio on that one. I wasn't have, even going to talk have, about that. I, but that, so. I just sold a bunch of new radios. Okay. All right. Well, any... <laughs> There, you know, the thing is with Batman, there's so much to talk about, and you never really run out of any good things. So we're, we're going to continue our discussion a, a little bit more, and then later, Brandon is probably going to trigger us again with a, a controversial oh, yeah. statement. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We'll be right back. Geek Tank Radio. Yeah! Oh, no! News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. And welcome back to Geek Tank Radio. That's how Joe sounded off the air. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our pal Maximilian behind the glass. And uh, if you're just tuning in, you know, Brandon is a, he's a, he, he's a fan of horror movies and he's a fan of, he's a provocateur. Alan, okay, he purposely says things that he knows are going to get get on my nerves and that I have to respond to. I just like you, people do on social media. I tell you my truly felt opinion, and you feel the need that you have to defend something. But the truth is, you can have your opinion, and I can have mine. The, we were when we went when we were going to break. I said that the jo- uh, that Joker, Joaquin Phoenix's mm-hmm. movie, is a horrible movie. Yeah, to and which it, I vehemently and it, and it disagree. it is a horrible movie. It is a horrible movie full of well-acted and amazing scenes. This is nothing on Joaquin Phoenix. This is nothing <laughs> on the director. But there's there are just certain movies where you go, all right, if I can pick out about 85% of this movie from a f- former movie, The King of Comedy, mm-hmm. then it's no, it's no and, and you're not calling it a remake, then you are just like, it's like those guys online who mod Tomb Raider games so that she's naked running through the jungle. It's just a different version of the exact same thing. 
Hmm. Okay. It's a more edgy version of the exact same thing. I, I mean, I, I, I don't even want to get into that debate. We were minding our own business talking about the uh, focus group <laughs> screening that they did for the Batman, which is coming out in March. It's, it's not going to be delayed again, right? I mean, it was supposed to be coming out like next month if, originally, if, but if people, COVID hit. If so. people will be careful and take care of themselves and, and actually take COVID seriously, it won't get okay. delayed again. I mean, but the movie's being produced. It's but, already been shot. But, and- here, you know... That's just that's just society. I can't tell you whether or not it's going to be delayed okay. again. Well, the word the movie is ready. The movie's ready. It's it's so basically what we, what we've heard. They're they were trying to be careful about spoilers. It clocks in at like three hours, which I don't care. You, give me a six hour Batman movie. Hey, I will hey. sit there. You know. You know what? I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right. I watched a four hour edit of a movie i've already seen yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm i can take a three-hour batman movie uh, i will I, I will gladly take a three-hour batman movie but you think it'll be that at the end it's it, they'll oh, probably no. trim 15 minutes out or something right well, i mean that's well, kind of what these screenings these, are all about these movies were always cut down in the past because they want to be able to wedge as many in auditorium showings at a theater as they can yeah but we've come to realize that you know theaters can survive less showings on more screens <laughs> Okay. And and so, I mean, we do see, like, you know, your average superhero movie now is, like, clocking at two and a half hours. They may trim about 20, 30 minutes off of it, but if they leave it at three, I, d- I don't see it being a problem. No. As long as it finally. doesn't drag. Yeah. You know. Uh, we've sat through Lord of the Rings. We've sat through some three-hour movies, so that's... I, sa- I sat through Endgame, and as while I loved Endgame all the way through, I sat next to a girl that I had no idea who she was who cried through the whole thing. Yeah. So I had to go <laughs> sit through Endgame in theaters again to enjoy it. Yeah. And it's, mm. yeah. Well, I want to make a, uh, I want to make a, maybe this will be controversial to you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm looking at Alan on this. They did say that at this point, the, the, uh, the reviewer here said that he, in his opinion, Zoe Kravitz is the best Catwoman they've seen so far. My controversial statement is I don't even think we've seen a good Catwoman so far, uh, apart from the animated features. They have a lot of good animated videos with that. But Alan, I'm sorry, man. I've... Michelle Pfeiffer's great, but that was a, terrible movie in my opinion they didn't give her anything good to work with so uh, well yeah. all right once again we're going to divorce a scene okay. from the movie because i'll be honest outside of the very first batman movie i haven't enjoyed one since wait what they That's all are terrible okay they See, haven't gotten one right is today yet trigger wait wait trigger wait, day wait or what? let's let's what are you talking let's, about let's, no, no, no. let's stop for a second <clears throat> repeat that statement Yep. I have not enjoyed a single Batman movie all these years. I've sat here and listened to you yammer about Batman. Oh, geez. Except for the first one. Now, I enjoyed now when it. you say the first one, do you mean the 89 Burton or do you mean the um, Adam West movie? All right. I'm going to go with <laughs> Adam West. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. All right. I laughed a lot at Adam West, okay, but I, just, I was four. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm talking about the big quote unquote franchise building. Okay. Okay. Uncle even Jack Batman begins because that's a even good movie. even yeah. Uncle Jack is going to. All right, yeah. here. All right, a. If all right, the one problem we had with all comic book movies up until very recently, I'd say the last twenty years since okay. the MCU, every comic book movie we had before then was a comic book movie, right? Complete with comic book titles and comic book intros. And things that made your thirty thousand, fifty thousand, or fifty million dollar movie look like you made it for a four year old. Okay. Right, okay. Right. 
or you have characters so comic booked. There's, yeah. there's, all right. I, I, how am, how am I supposed to be worried about Batman? You're how not. am I supposed to be worried? How am I supposed to, at any point in this movie, have any hint that this character I care about isn't going to make it through the movie? But why is that your criteria that they have to live or die? I mean, no, 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 no. He's going to be I have, damaged. He's I have already nothing damaged. invested. He's mm. already damaged. Boo, hoo, hoo. I sound like Rocket now. <laughs> Everybody's got dead people. Why do you got to go make everybody else dead? Boo, hoo, hoo. All right. It wasn't until somebody went, wait a minute. It's a grown man <laughs> trapped in a cave. And yeah. we're going to make him actually use his talents. And, you know, we finally went, had Iron Man after a disastrous attempt to have a Hulk. Yes, yes, yes. Because I'm sorry, a gamma-induced poodle is not going to inspire earth-ending fear. If a giant gamma-induced poodle is what <laughs> takes this world out. I was going to say, I don't know. Have you ever had to be a groomer for a poodle? Yes. It's dangerous. Yes, I, know, I know. That's why they make tasers. Yeah. This All is right. interesting because I, I, I just, I'm, I'm listening to so, Alan's criteria. And so it's... I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to step away from your criteria for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be the, you know, the antithesis of no good Catwoman to Joe because I believe that's what I'm wanting. Because as far as I'm concerned, Michelle Pfeiffer. No, no, no. Michelle Pfeiffer has some awesome ballpark she has, a character she, has, she had a little she has to work some with. Awesome scenes. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to deny any of the actors and their abilities. Right. But Cameron Bicondova from Gotham, watching her grow up as young right. Selena Kyle into Catwoman. Right. There you go. Fairness. I never saw that well, show, but, so maybe you're right. You yeah. actually had, might like it. But yeah. she's had ten years to get this right, character right. 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 But she and she also nobody else did. She also had you know people who were like you know moving it forward. Right. It's hard to get characterization as important as Selena Kyle's in an hour and a half movie, especially when you're no. focusing on you're fo focusing on uh, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne, yes. uh, uh, Batman, who who is trapped between his feelings for Selena and and justice, right? Uh, thrown out with the bathwater baby Oswald Cobblepot, who grows oh. into uh, <laughs> you know this this horrifyingly you know lascivious you know. Demons eating raw fish. I, 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 however, right. horrifyingly got, on, played on. to the point of oh, oh. disgust. Oh, oh, yeah. By Danny, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito did an amazing job. Uh, we've got you know Christopher Walken's you know Trump esque Max Shrek. Yeah, Christopher Wooden. Christopher yeah, Wooden. Christopher Wooden. Just and we're gonna say mm. it. It's like we love Christopher Walken, but he's not a good actor. He has no range. Spoiler. Has, that was going to be our next but segment. But he has an okay. um, he has an amazing presence that will immediately yes demand your attention. Yes. And if we didn't learn then yeah. to quit listening to Trump. Yeah. Hold on, pump. <laughs> All right. Before we get too political, right, I, I want to say one thing though, because Brandon, you, you right. buried the lead. But, but here's okay. but you're right. right. Batman Returns is not a good movie. Yeah. And it's we can all but agree it, but on it's that. still Oscar caliber when compared to Batman and Robin. Oh. <laughs> And I'm not even well, going to I'm not even going to get bar. into Batman Forever because I love Batman Forever but not because it's a good movie. Yeah. Mm. It's because I loved the idea of just like the full on crazy neon marketing for a character that fights crime in the shadows. Yeah. 
Okay. No, it's, I love the neon marketing part. Hey, yeah. we're, we're going to move along because Brandon said it. You know, one of the one of the things uh, we like to do here, I guess, is stir the pot. Today we're sure doing it. But uh, Brandon <laughs> did have the con- he his controversial opinion was about Christopher Walker not being a great actor. Which Walken. You can't. Even, you don't even know his name. How can you defend his acting ability? I can't read my own handwriting. Now I know Christopher Walken. But uh, hey, real quick before we Joe, just let everybody know he works from a script. Before we move along to that, one good thing though that uh, that everybody's agreeing on is that uh, Robert Pattinson is doing a good job with the voice. It's not that stupid, you know, that Christian Bale did. It's not a modulator. Here, they I'll, like the I'll voice to, that he's doing. I'll so. go. I'll go to commercial with another controversial topic. Oh, I never liked Christian Bale as Batman. I, I don't know that that's all like or controversial. Bruce Wayne. I wouldn't have picked him honestly, to be honest. But but boy, we're our friend, really our, it our up. friend David Desmalchian was the best actor in uh, Dark Knight. Mm. I'm just saying it. Okay. If you've got strong opinions, go awesome. to uh, Geek Tank Radio's Facebook page and, and weigh in because I feel like we've triggered at least half the audience, you know. And, and we're going to do our job to trigger all of you when we come back. Oh yeah, Here's I got that. I got a whole bucket. <laughs> we're going to be dipping into the bucket on that one. So um, I, I I don't know. I guess it's going to be uh, going to be interesting to see where the chips fall. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We'll be right back. Geek Tank Radio. We better not risk another frontal assault. That rabbit's dynamite. News Talk 98.9. The roar of Memphis. Words of wisdom. And welcome back to Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and You're our pal Maximilian. You're not anymore <laughs> off the air. Behind <laughs> the glass, yeah. And all I got to say is he really had to go change his armor. Yeah, yeah. Friend. Well, you know, it's it's funny. We, 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 we get together with our uh, show prep. We, we have the best laid plans and one smart smart remark from brandon throws a complete wrench into it and changes the whole direction i, th- I think of the that program. just tells you when it comes to this show i'm the money yeah mm-hmm. i guess so well i mean you're the you're the social media of this of this show so we were you know we were going to talk about batman which i guess we did and we'll we'll, we'll be following the news of the new batman movie that's Absolutely. coming out next I, i'm 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 seriously excited for it i'm not even one of those cautiously cautiously optimistic moments this is like I want it. I want it now. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. But I know I can wait. And they said there's some big drop the mic moments. They said the ending, which I, I'm, I'm just going to have to tune out. I don't want spoilers, but they said the ending. Fans are going to love it. So, mm. but we'll we'll weigh in. But in the in the course of this discussion, we of course had to talk about terrible Batman movies like Batman Returns, which in my opinion is the worst one ever made, even beyond you know some of the other ones. But <laughs> the uh, scene when the Penguin shows up to take Max Strikes Shrek Junior. Yeah, and Max goes with him instead, and, and and his son goes, Dad, no, and it's the guy trying to do his best Christopher Walken impression. My friend Christian does that. Whenever we like want to do something, he's like doesn't agree with. Yeah, he does that voice. And goes, but dad, no, it's like. Well, so, I mean, yeah, it's a horrible movie, but it it, it has its staying power. So we started talking about Christopher Walken, and mm. and Brandon said, "I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. He's not a good actor." And I was like, "Whoa!" And then you got the wheels. You got me thinking a right, little. Right. Right. So talk to us. Okay. So there's there's a lot of actors out there that don't really seem to have range. They seem to be playing themselves no matter what the role is. Mm. Christopher Walken is one of those guys, but 
it doesn't matter because he has this presence about him that he could literally just walk through a room, stand still in the middle of a movie, and the one thing you'll remember after a two-and-a-half-hour movie when you walk out is like, man— so why do you think Christopher Walken just walked through that room? Right. You're not talking about you're not talking about the conflict in the movie. You're not talking about how great the actor or actress is dead. You are wanting to know what Christopher Walken was there for. Mm-hmm. And he does he has a command of performance, uh, you know, appearance. It, it just the certain people have that presence. Now, there are people who are amazing actors, amazing musicians and everything that have that presence. Elvis Presley was one of those guys who had that presence. Mm-hmm. He just drew your attention no matter what. At the same time, Bruce Campbell who's like he will tell you straight up is one of the worst actors it has that presence as well. Mm. And it's just, it's a psychological thing about certain people that will draw your attention every time. Um, you okay. know, I think, I think we've got a couple of comments out of, out of, out of the production booth right here. Would you trigger max as well? No, it makes me think of like a perfect combination of both commanding presence and acting ability. I'm just thinking of James Spader, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. James Spader has both the acting chops and that, you know, that, that presence where you're just going to, Focus on him, and he, he can do it without even being on screen. Ultron. I was about to say, and Ultron. he managed to do it with nothing but the voice. But he's right. got a voice, and he's got to deliver. We we right. said that when he was the uh, he he was on season eight of The yeah. Office. Every minute he's on screen for whatever reason, you're paying attention to him. I don't. I don't watch, see Christopher Walken that look, way though. Look, I don't watch Boston Legal because I like lawyer shows. I watch <laughs> Boston Legal for that moment at the end of every episode where William Shatner and James Spader are just discussing the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not out of character as the characters within the show. They discuss what happened in that episode and how it affects things. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to give you a movie that proves Brandon's point exactly. Yeah. Oh, go I... go dig up an old copy of Mouse Hunt. Walking was the exterminator. 1997. Here we have got the the great the great Nathan Lane fresh from Broadway. Yeah. In a massive comedy that is basically him versus it's him. the ghost of his father as a mouse. Right, right. And, and the cheese factory. And, and the cheese factory and the whole thing. And Christopher Walken is a complete parody of every character he has ever played, every movie he has been in to this point. Okay. He is a parody of it as the exterminator trying to take out the super mouse. Let me ask Brandon once again. Okay. You and Alan do trigger thought. <laughs> you do. You trigger my emotions and you make me think of things. So. Well, we have to make you do that before you leave us for next week. So here's what I'm thinking about. So what we're going to do next week. At first blush, you said Christopher Walken's a terrible actor, which I'm like, okay, just shut up, Brandon. That's stupid. And then you make me think about something. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, I, I, I'm setting aside his goofy movies, like that right. ping pong movie, because that's just him having fun and getting a paycheck. But, I, lo- I love Balls of Fury, though. Right. But if you Some watch his him, best work. he is the unsettling, he he squints his eyes in a certain way, and you're like, this guy is going to kill me in, in, in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But every movie, he plays that character. Well, you talked about range. We we know actors, you know, they yeah. like William Defoe. He can play, he can play a terrible villain or he can play you know somebody heroic like we saw in platoon or something and so maybe christopher walken is stereotyped and pigeonholed because maybe he doesn't have that range well he never wanted to be an actor he wanted to be a dancer oh (laughs) what yeah yeah no it's true have you not seen his music video no yeah i mean he's admitted that 
I don't yeah. think of him as dancing. But I mean, do you really wow. think that whole more cowbell thing would ever have you know gotten any kind of traction if Walken wasn't in that scene? Even that more cowbell thing, I'm like, if he, I, I, my thought was, if he doesn't get more cowbell, he's gonna light this place on fire. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so even then, I'm thinking. <laughs> all right. So there, you might have some. You might have converted me here. All right, well, there are certain actors that get trapped in a certain in a certain way. Right. And there are certain actors that find a role that will define them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go back to something you know early early movies where you saw an actor the very first time. Okay. And then you see the actor doing something drastically different later. Mine is Harrison Ford. I always saw him as this heroic action character, and then when he plays the villain in What Lies Beneath, yes, I mean he's he's like a psychotic evil husband who killed a woman and and hid her body in the lake, and it's crazy. Yeah, you don't think of him that way. It's and you know that's not where I would ever expect to see Harrison Ford. Right. So you see these characters, and they are so not what you put them in in your head. You know, you if you saw Nathan Lane. Running around, singing and dancing, wearing any form of costume known to mankind or or none, you wouldn't think anything of it because that's just the character he plays. Yeah, yeah. I of, love the birdcage. Again, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you just absolutely insane. Christopher Walken did uh, a couple of war movies. He also and, did Kings of New York, which so and, you get the gangster vibe. He gets very gritty but, movies, but, too. But, but all of those movies had that one thing in common. You had to have that character that yeah. had that deeply disturbed, well, now I have to kill everybody in the village look about them. Right. Yeah. And then you go to, and again, I'm going to pick on Mouse Hunt just because I'm just picking on it out of the air because it was one of the ones that You're also going to go home and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. It's the reason it's so fresh. And, you know, here is this incredibly clever and complex comedy. And what do you remember about the movie? You remember Christopher Walken running a chain through a wonderful house to wind up being drug out by a mouse. And it's Christopher Walken. Wait a minute. Now you're making me rethink my position because, okay, (laughs) we're calling him, uh, you're saying he's a, Alan, or I mean, Brandon Seaman was, he was a bad actor. He's limited. If you if you're good at one thing, does that make you a bad actor? Right. I mean, that, in, I'm just it, thinking it of that you, Deer Hunter you, movie. It makes you Holy good smokes. at that one thing, Joe. So I why cannot, does that make you a bad actor? I, though I cannot wait for the day that there is another radio show on going for the love of goodness. How did Alan Gilbreth ever have a career like that? Such a non-talented hack. <laughs> Please, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for right, that criticism. Right, right. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, so I I guess I wonder just because you can't do every role, no, does no, that make no, you no, bad? No, but when when all of your characters are basically the same person put into that thing, you're just you. It's Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> anytime Nicolas Cage tries to act, the movie doesn't work. But when Nicolas Cage plays himself as that character with that position. N- Nicholas Cage, the Wait airplane minute, pilot. No. Nicholas Page, the the, the you know. has pigeons. Nicholas Cage actually has magical powers. Nicholas uh, Cage know. burst Sor- into flames. That's the reason why the Sorcerer's Apprentice is so good. Is not because <laughs> Nicholas Cage tries to play, uh, you know the the you know the character. He tries to go. Well, what would happen if I was a sorcerer? Yeah, I, I Nicholas just admitted I have magical powers, so well, we're going to make a movie at it. That movie Pig, they're talking about Oscar nominations for that. Yeah, uh, so, and, and it's you know. it's it's downright gritty and everything, but Nicholas yeah. Cage is still Nicholas Cage in it. Okay, he's just what would happen if Nicholas Cage was a uh, truffle farmer. 
Wheat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, and someone I'm, stole his truffle pig. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to Willie's Wonderland for, you know, <laughs> a truly awful, awful Horrible movie. movie. Yeah. But Nicolas Cage is but like But it's still Nicolas Cage. You're watching it and you're going... It, it's just Nicholas. Well, we'd love to hear where you fall in on this. I think we've done we've done our job. We've we've carpet bombed the entire uh, DCU and everything else. You know, so if you I if you have strong Suicide opinions, Squad. okay, get in touch with us at uh, geektankradio at gmail Join Geek Tank Radio on uh, Facebook. Listen to all of our past shows at geektankradio.com. You know, uh, I think there's a theme here emerging. Geek Tank Radio, just Google us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're everywhere. And uh, we we may be showing up in a, in a festival near us, you. So. You weren't looking. Absolutely. Hey, real quick. One, we show up like a bad penny in your loafer. We want to, uh, there's a good chance if you come to the Cooper Young Festival next uh, in two weeks, you may be seeing us. There'll be updates next week about say, there's, that. There's not a good chance. We're going to be there whether we're there or not. One one quick two. We want to we wanna welcome. Welcome. Uh, coming up next is Motormouth Radio. So that's uh, with our buddy Bud, who's a, he's a car guy. Him and Ditch, they've they've created a brand new show. Oh yeah, all about oh, all yeah. about cars. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. So boy, there's really no reason to turn off the radio. News Talk ninety eight nine is just the place to spend your Saturdays. It's it fun. I mean, your whole week really, but Saturday's the best day. And, and big shout out to Ditch. Memphis Morning News is funny. That's that show. I, he can, that's the most rock and roll news show I've ever heard. Ditch can find a way to tell me bad news, and I'll still smile. Absolutely. Well, we hope you're still smiling after this uh, adventure into Geek Tank Radio. But whether you are or not, we have to leave. So until next week, we are the Geek Patrol, and I am Joe Thorderson. I'm Helen Gilbreth. And I'm Brandon Olmstead, challenging you to find the worst actor in your favorite movies. <laughs>